0: Listener-supported, WNYC Studios.
1: From NewSounds.org, this is Soundcheck, a remote edition of our series of live performances and interviews. Laura Veers is at home in Portland, Oregon, where for 20 years or more she's been making records including Carbon Glacier, her breakout album of 2004, one of many produced by her then-husband, Tucker Martine, who you may know from his work with the Decemberists and My Morning Jacket and Modest Mouse and so many others. Well, Laura Veers' most recent album, Found Light, was written and produced after their divorce, and it is the first record that Laura herself co produced with New York's own Shahzad Ismaili. And while the album is full of subtle, intricate sonic details, the songs themselves have to stand on their own because Laura Veers often performs them solo, and that's what she's doing for us today. Here, at home in Portland, is Laura Veers with her Ring Song.
2: Fast-footing clouds in my plow.
1: That's a live performance at home from Laura Veers of her Ring Song, which is from her most recent album called Found Light. And Laura, uh, this, I've lost track of the number of albums that, that this makes, but it's a special one for you, right? I mean, you, you co-produced this with uh, our, our friend Shazad Ismaili. First time, right? Yes.
0: Yes. I had been working with my ex-husband for 20 years, and he was the producer uh, before our divorce three years ago. So when I cut out on my own, I was thinking like, how am I going to do this without my ex? Because he had been my producer my entire career. And it took a little bit of work to get there, but I did do it. And I'm really glad that I co-produced it with Shazad because he's, he's a Brooklyn guy. And the reason I called him was because I was thinking I was going to, produce it with John Parrish from England. Who's done like
1: PJ Kansas Harvey, PJ.
0: Yeah. Such a great producer yeah. and sweet guy and like friend of friends. And, but then COVID blocked him. Like the government shut down the border and he couldn't come over. <laughs> so I was like, all right, someone in the U S <laughs> and I, I tried to do it myself, myself, but then I was just like getting overwhelmed with decisions and, and like recording issues and all this stuff. And plus parenting, single parenting, in the pandemic on top of it all just made it feel like I couldn't quite get there. So in the past with my ex Tucker, he always like wanted the um, recordings to be really pristine and, and to a click and everything. So I would always like separate, he would have me play to a click, play the guitar part, then sing and then like add stuff. And with Shazad, I decided like, let's just go in and play music. Let's just play together. Mm -hmm. Like it worked out great. And we did, almost all the songs in one or two passes with very few edits and not not a lot of fussing. Although we did fuss with the one song called Eucalyptus because I just couldn't figure out the right treatment for that one.
2: I passed a eucalyptus tree tree Reminded me of of California My life way before
0: was a really liberating experience for me because I felt renewed confidence in myself as a performer in the studio and uh, also as someone who can take the reins of my, my music and, and produce it.
1: Yeah. So, you know, this, this has come at the end of obviously uh, a, a time of real upheaval, you know, of, of tumult in, in your life and <laughs> the wider tumult and upheaval of the pandemic how much of this do you feel is a pandemic record how how you know it's it feels like a very personal interior record um would it have been a markedly dissimilar record if it hadn't been for the pandemic
0: i mean it's really hard to untangle those things and i don't know but i do know that these songs were my way of processing my divorce through the lens of my art which is songwriting and so it is very intimate and personal and i didn't want to over the years i've dabbled in like more p- abstract poetry and like maybe like n- not necessarily hidden or cloaked p- poetry but like it's more abstract like what is she saying
2: mm-hmm. and with
0: this one it's not it's not abstract it's very clear what i'm saying and so i like that but it's also you know it did make me feel uncomfortable to release some of these songs like because it is my heart out on the table um but that's really the point you know like if you get down to brass tacks for me like why are you doing this it's like well i like to write these songs they make me feel good to write them even though they're about painful things mm-hmm It is interesting, like this far in, this is number 12, I guess 13 if you count Case Lang Beers, because the album I made with Nico Case and Katie Lang, I either co-wrote or wrote all those songs also. So this is technically my 13th album. I do feel like I'm on a bit of a hamster wheel. (laughs) 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 So uh, like, maybe I'm going to switch it up. You know, I don't know. I feel like the album cycle is getting on, not on my nerves, but it's starting to feel a bit abstract, like meaning, not meaningless, but kind of like, You know, what else
1: is there? Yeah. Because in the wake of the pandemic, musicians seem to be going one of two ways. One, which I have to say I have heard markedly less, is what you just said. It's like, now I'm looking at the whole cycle again, make a record, go on tour. What does it mean? A vast majority of musicians are like, oh, thank God I'm back on that wheel. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Uh, But then, you know, the vast majority of them don't have small kids at home. So that, that's exactly. certainly a complicated yeah. factor.
0: Or 13 records under their phone. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um, you, you said that it can be uncomfortable, you know, kind of releasing these songs. Have you started playing them live yet? And how does that yeah. feel?
0: Yeah, I, was, I did do a month of touring in the UK, and then I did two weeks in the States. And it felt good because... I mean, I was worried to feel vulnerable on stage, but I realized like the main push was getting it out into the world and then seeing people react well to it. It was like, oh, okay, it's not really that big of a deal. And also everybody and their moms releasing albums and touring and it's like, you know, you're just kinda like in this tidal wave of people back out, like you were saying, back out on the cycle. So um it was great. Yeah. And um and I played solo for budget reasons, but also for just personal self mastery reasons. I think it's it's nice to be able to do both, and I like feeling that I can put on a good show and that my songs are strong enough to execute a great, exciting show solo, mm-hmm. which is what I did.
1: Right. So let's let's hear a couple of of these songs. Um, let's do two in a row here. They're both quite short. Naked hymn and sword song. Naked Hymn is one of uh, several songs on the record where you and Shazad made the production decision to kind of split the voice track. And so you, you sing antiphonally with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you can't do that live. Uh, mm-hmm. So what, how, how does that change the, the feel of the song when it doesn't have that call and response kind of effect?
0: Um, it just strips it down to its essence and i don't feel it's lacking you know there are certain songs i choose not to play live because they really do require the bells and whistles of a band yeah. but with a song like that it has such an interesting guitar part and the vocals are counter to the guitar part in an interesting ways and that changes time signature in the middle you don't really need other things, <laughs> so I, I do like playing that one live because it's a challenge for me too. Sometimes I can't quite—I have to remember like what, how does this even go? Because like, it's kind of like the guitar <laughs> part's a little complicated. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's let's hear Laura Veers um, live at home with two more songs from her new album, Found Light. First, we'll hear Naked Hymn, and then Sword Song.
2: Oh sword song Death is about the ending And also the beginning Black flag with a white rose I'm waving in a cold wind Unfolding each hour in sun and my
1: That's Laura Veers with Sword Song, and before that, Naked Hymn. Both of these are from Laura's new album called Found Light, her 12th or 13th. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on whether you count the, uh, the record with Nico Case and K.D. Lang, I certainly do count that one. Um, when, you, when you first approached Shahzad Ismaili about co-producing this record for you, one of the things I associate him with is... There's, there's always, well, first of all, lots of unusual sound sources in many of the projects that he has done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in on a record where the songs are as direct as your songs are on this album, it feels like there's a kind of a, a potential tension there between the desire to put, as you said before, the bells and whistles and the the kind of straightforward message of of the songs which would seem to require a, a, a smaller pared down kind of arrangement
0: we were hoping to keep the album fairly sparse which we did he has such a um a wide musical breadth of experience that some of the choices he made either with keyboard sounds or even just the way he plays percussion is so relaxed and amazing and so nuanced it's just like a small percussion part could add so much. So it is a pretty sparse record overall, but the little things that he added, they really do make it quite beautiful, I think.
1: Yeah. And and I don't want to give people the wrong idea that the album is all, you know, one kind of set of textures, because, you know, then there there are songs like um, Seaside Haiku, you know, which is a kind of stomping electric guitar thing.
2: Somewhere beyond these cold winds from Japan Vermilion suns turn them black and gold sand I drop my glove and it rolls in the waves I'll give a lot but not too much away uh.
1: What did that song sound like when you sat at home and wrote it? Did you have that in mind? That that kind of sound?
0: No, um, I wrote all these on my nylon string guitar, which is my dad's instrument from when he was a young person, which is awesome. I love this instrument. It's like what I mostly have always written on. Um, and so it was just a, you know, it had the same rhythm and the mm-hmm. same um, structure. But and then a couple of the songs like New Arms I wrote on electric guitar, but. Yeah, I don't know why we decided that one would be... I think Shazad was hearing those, like, crashing drums yeah. in the initial parts. And, and then I was like, yeah, electric guitar would be good for this. And I like the way... I love the... Like, what I started playing around with more on this album, which I hadn't done before, and you hear it in lots of different places, is playing out of time. So, like, the um, the guitars on the little uh, uh sections on that song
2: are out of time...
0: To me, it sounds like sandy waves coming in and out on the beach. Mm-hmm. So it does have this like, even though it's this electric rock song, it has this organic kind of like cold winter beach sound, which is what I was trying to invoke with the lyrics.
1: Yeah. Laura Veers is my guest. Uh, time will show you. There's there's a, a title that you could take a couple of ways, you know, for songs that are pretty direct in their message. It's like. There's something comforting, that the passage of time will reveal something. But there's also, like, I'll show you, you know?
0: <laughs> Hard knocks, yeah, totally. <laughs> All
1: right, let's let's uh, let's hear the live performance. Another song from Laura Veer's most recent album called Found Light.
2: Time will show you... On the wall, my goalie down the hall, the silent planets roaming. See what time is showing Peel-
1: Time Will Show You is the name of the song. Live performance from my guest Laura Veers at home in Portland. And uh, the album is called Found Light. And and Laura, as we mentioned before, you know, there are songs that are very kind of sparsely populated with other sounds. And there are a few tracks that have more of a a rockin' kind of sound. You have that electric kind of post-punk thing in your background, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I've always been on the pendulum between like electric guitar, rocking out, aggressive stuff, and then more of a like finger style, complicated guitar, nylon string thing. So, and then lyrically too, sometimes very folky and direct, used to tell stories and ballads, and then also more abstract poetry, uh, like, or like rock, rock style, like lyrics. So, yeah, I like to go between those different pendulum swings yeah. over time, and sometimes within the same record, you know? Well, like on Fat Light.
1: Mm-hmm. But this album really is very much its own thing. It was the product of, as we've already talked about, you know, it was the product of a very specific time in your life. Does it feel like it's changed things for you when album number fourteen or thirteen, depending on how you count, comes up?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you started I mean, writing I, again?
0: I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Wow. So yeah, I don't feel drawn to it anymore. Huh? And I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see if it might. It might be interesting to me again, but it's not interesting to me anymore. So I don't know. And yet. I haven't been writing anything.
1: Okay. Uh, But
0: I've been very engaged with visual art. So I've been starting to paint and um, selling paintings. And actually, I've been painting song songs. So I'll take a song. I'll ask fans like what song do you want me to paint and then i'll get a record cover like a cardboard record cover and i'll i'll paint a visual image of the song that i wrote that they want me to paint for them mm-hmm. so it's like i've been doing this for about a year
1: yeah. through and finding
0: a very through
1: your website or
0: through instagram or patreon oh, okay. i have like a patreon page where i have fans that follow me
1: yep yep
0: so it's like i i have learned over the years and i have taken years off of writing music and words, but I've learned that if I'm not inspired, I'm not one of those people that's going to force myself to do it. Mm. I'm going to wait until the moment is calling me to do it. And I don't know if, if I'm going to be called to do music anymore. Wow. I feel infinitely creative.
1: Just not necessarily in the way that we have pegged you so far.
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, What about, looking forward to these live performances. Is that a different thing? You still, you're still yes. into that.
0: Yes. Okay. That sounds really fun because that hasn't happened yet. I have never played with these people live. Yeah. And I improvise too, to like, like twist them and like morph them and distort those songs. So that it's like, cause what I'm interested in now as a musician is like, what's new? How can I make things new? Yeah. How can I get off hamster wheels that I've been on? All right. I'm excited about that London show. It's April 19th at the Roundhouse.
1: All right. Well, um, some years ago, the, uh, the noted pianist and composer Harold Budd, best known for his work with Brian Eno, announced his retirement from music on my show. And I was like, yeah, right. What are you going to do? And he <laughs> stayed retired for like two or three years. And then he came back. <laughs> So, Laura, I will see you in two or three years.
0: (laughs) You definitely might be right.
1: (laughs) In the meantime, the album is called Found Light. It is the latest from Laura Veers. Laura, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, John. Take care.
1: Found Light is the latest from Laura Veers. You can watch her performances of these songs at home for us on our YouTube channel or right here on the website at newsounds.org. Our Soundcheck Technical Director is Irene Trudell, producer Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer, thanks for being with us.